So um, I have to say that what we're going to study today is, um, is uh, a very, very exciting understanding and one that if you're really able to live it, you, um, it really changes your life. It really changes your life. I cannot overestimate um, how powerful this teaching is. Which reminds me, I need a Sfatimit. A Sfatimit. Uh, I should have it in my office. So, um, it be, and it, what's interesting is I, I, I studied this two parts, there's a few parts of this understanding. I, I first started um, sharing it about three weeks ago. And what's interesting is I found in every weekly portion, you, you actually come to realize that this secret, this understanding, this consciousness, really appears throughout every single story. As we'll come to see it, it's actually the purpose of life. This week's portion speaks about, most of us know, the, the red hyphen, the red cow that was burnt for the purpose of purifying an individual from, sprinkled on him then, for the purpose of purifying an individual from tumatmit, from the impurity uh, created by being in touch with a dead body. The Midrash, in trying to understand the logic, because we know what the difference between Kabbalah and, 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 and what most people view as religion is that Kabbalah always uh, tries to understand and explain different tools that we, that we use and different stories in the, in the Torah and the Bible that we find. So the Midrash in this week's portion also tries to do that. And this is what it says. Because in the beginning of the discussion, it says, Zot chukat Torah. This is the, the, the law, this is the, the, the path, this is the way of the Torah. And it says in, um, in the Midrash, in Midrash Rabbah, section, chapter 19, section 1, it begins with a quote from the book of Job, from the book of Eov. Mi ten taho mitame, who has the power, the ability to create purity from impurity? Mi ten taho mitame, lo echad. Only the one who can create purity, taho, mitameh, from impurity, only the one, referring to the Creator. So the Midrash explains, what does that verse mean? Kegon Avraham miterach. We know Abraham was, was a, one of the most elevated souls that ever came into this world. He came from one of the most negative souls that ever came into this world. So, a tremendous elevation, the soul of Abraham, from tremendous negativity, the soul of Terach. Chizkiah me'achaz, and now the Midrash gives us different father and son combinations where the father was, or, or at least the preceding generation, was somebody very negative, and the, the, the descendant was a tremendously positive person. So in this case, Chizkiah, who was a righteous person, came from Achaz. Yoshiah me'amon, another great a tzaddik, righteous person, Yoshia, who came from Amon, Mordechai Mishimim, we know Mordechai from the story of Purim, he was in a very elevated soul, and his ancestor was Shimi ben Gera, somebody who did very negative things. Yisrael me'ovdei kochavim, a person who's connected to the light of the Creator, who chooses the path of connection to the light of the Creator from those who choose not to connect. Ha'olam haba me'olam hazeh, the world of the souls, the world of, of complete connection to light of the Creator that is born in some way out of this physical world, the world filled with darkness, pain, and suffering. So Midrash says, Mi asakin, what force makes that possible? Mitzivaken, who commanded that it be so that you can have tremendous light from tremendous darkness, tremendous souls from, ter- from dark souls. Lo yechido shel olam, only 
the singular force of this world. It's a phrase not often used. You know, refer to the Creator, uh, there's names, there's, uh, there's names in the prayers that we use, there's, there's HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Holy One, Blessed Be He, which is our, you often uses, there's Abore, the Creator, as Rav often uses. So, this phrase that the Midrash is using in referring to the light of the Creator is a very specific word, not often used, but we have to understand the secret of it. The Midrash says, Yechido shel olam. The singular force of the light of the Creator, that is what enables, that's what makes possible, tahor mitameh. Purity from impurity, light from darkness, soul of Abraham from the soul of Terach, and so on. What is the secret of that phrase, of that name? Yechido shel olam. The singular force of creation. So to understand this, I want to share with you a section. When I was in Mexico, I shared this with the Hevra a little bit. As I said, this is one of the most inspiring, exciting, powerful teachings and secrets that, that, that you, can, you can, again, hearing is one thing, but really to internalize and make it part of our lives, as we will come to see, we are in this world only to come to this understanding. So there's a great Kabbalist, many of us know, Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato, the Ramchal, who, as many of you might remember, there was a story where the Rav had a dream, and in the dream, he, the Rav saw that uh, Rav Ashlag was a reincarnation of the Ramchal, of Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato, and the Rav tells the story. He went then the next morning to his teacher, to Rav Branwein. He told his teacher the dream, and Rav Branwein smiled, which meant that, that Rav Branwein ag- agreed that that was true, that part of the soul of Rav Ashlag was an incarnation of the great Kabbalist, the Ramchal Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato, who himself had a very interesting life, but at the core of his drive was the understanding that the wisdom of Kabbalah needs to be brought to the world, and he wrote many, many books endeavoring to do that. One of the books is called Derech Hashem, The Way to the Light of the Creator. In section, Chelek Dalet, Perek Dalet, section 4, chapter 4, he speaks about the secret of the, what's called the Kriyat Shema. There's, a, of course, that connection that we use, those words that we use in the morning and in the evening. And in order to explain that, he comes to explain this secret. What is the understanding? What is the secret? The Creator. Everything in this world, the upper worlds, the lower worlds, all are a manifestation, a creation of the light of the Creator. Again, spiritual and physical. And this is important to understand. Everything created, from the most elevated of spiritual worlds to the lowliest of physical worlds, they all are in an order. And in a process, a necessary part of the process. You know, so the sun, of course, that makes me understand that moves in ways that is necessary for the purpose of creation, the moon, all nature. But also all things created. Every part of creation has a part in bringing the ultimate correction. It has a part in bringing the ultimate uh, removal of pain, suffering, and death in this world. Venatan bechok kol echad mehem. And from the time of creation, everything created and everything new that comes into this world is put, the DNA of everything is the consciousness, how do we move forward towards correction? How do we move forward towards the Gemara Tikkun? How do we move forward towards bringing an end to pain, suffering, and death? 
להתגלגל בגלגולים ובסיבובים רבים ובדרכים שונים. Everything has its purpose and everything moves in different ways and in different machinations. כפי מה שפלגה חוכמתו יתברך לכל אחד ואחד. Everything, every part of creation, physical, spiritual, has a purpose, has its internal DNA, which is pushing everything towards only one goal. This cup here, its DNA is to push somehow the world towards the Gemara Tikkun. This table here has in its DNA the, the desire and the ability in some way to push the world towards the end of correction. But of course we have to remember that all this are just aspects of the light of the Creator. Yichud means that everything is one. Everything is leading towards one. Everything is singular. Now, Even though it seems that other forces have control, I, it seems, have a control what I'm going to do with this cup. You have a control what you're going to do with your car. That person has control what he'll do with his business. It seems that everybody has their own control. And again, in the, creating this world, within the process of injecting the DNA of correction in everything, it seems that the Creator also gave free will for individuals and things. The birds fly, it seems that they choose where they're going to fly from. It seems that every part of creation also has, has this DNA of pushing towards correction, but also seems to have the ability to choose and to do different things. And every individual and everything does actions all the time, all day and all night. People are doing things. The animals are doing things. Every, things are happening all the time. But, the Ramchal says, don't think for one second that anybody has the ability to do an action or to create a situation that is beyond what the light of the Creator wants. And therefore, the one thing we know the light of the Creator wants is for everything to be pushing towards the ultimate correction, the ultimate removal of pain, suffering, and death, which means that no matter what an individual might want to do, the, the border of his actions have to be within the realm of pushing towards the final correction. Very important understanding. Yes, we do, we make a million decisions in a day, then everybody does different things, but even though we're not even aware of it, most people aren't aware of it, those actions must be within the border of pushing towards the Gmaratikrum. You'd say that's crazy, right? So this person chooses to murder that other person. Terrible action. He just killed another person. And Rambachal is saying that in some way is within the realm of pushing the, words to, the world towards the final correction. How does that make sense? But, but first let's understand what he's saying. The kol mashehem po'alim Everything that people are doing is within, even if they are not aware of it, is within the realm of the DNA of the final correction, even if they are not aware of it. Now he says, and this is the secret, it's again beautiful and powerful, and as he says, deep. What is the deep understanding here? The, the ways of correction, 
the ways of the perfection of this world. It seems that there are a lot of negative things going on. Look in the world. People are making choices every day that are negative. People are doing things all, every day that seem to be negative. Happening all the time today, in this moment right now. Somebody's hitting somebody else. Somebody's yelling at somebody else. Somebody's doing a negative action. It would seem that there are a lot of things happening in every single day and all the time that are bad. Those negative actions might be the caused by people who are choosing to do bad things, to murder, to steal, to hurt. If you sit down with the Creator sitting next to you, and you say, you see, this guy just killed that person. Do you want, are you okay with that? Is this what you want? Is it, or is this against your desire, Creator? Right? One would think, if you think about it a little bit, you say, of course, this is against the Creator's desire. The Creator does not desire this person to kill that person, or this person to steal from that person. The, the desire of the Creator, as Rav Ashag always reminds us, and the Ramchal often writes, the singular desire of the Creator is only for good to happen. So it would seem that all this darkness that we see, all this negativity that we see created by man, created by other forces, seem to be conflicting with the Creator's desire. So you would think that when you see all the terrible things in the world, that is diminishing the force, the light, the essence of the light of the Creator, because it seems to be going against what the Creator's desire is. Here he says this. A person who is able to elevate, a person who is able to come to a state of knowledge of the light of the Creator, and is able to delve deeply into what is going on, you have to come to the understanding that all that you see, even, and maybe especially even, the terrible things that you see, the things that in your mind you would say, if you were the Creator, this would not be something you would want to happen. You have to come to understand, no, this is actually part of the correction process. This is part of what is bringing the world towards the ultimate correction. Everything, everything is pushing towards and facil- facilitating the process of bringing the end of the correction. This is an, really, again, an amazing, amazing thing. What the Ramchal is saying is you have to come to understand that the process, not only is the desire of the Creator to do good, not only is the desire of the Creator to bring the ultimate correction, but everything that you're seeing, everything being experienced in this world can only be doing one thing. It's bringing towards the end of the correction. The mind says, no, this person just hit that other person. This person just stole from the other person. That can possibly be part of the process that is bringing towards the end of the correction. The Ramchal says, yes, you have to know that. You have to know that. That not only, you know, we often say, okay, a person goes through negativity and hopefully he'll be awakened by it or he goes through negativity and some way he'll find his way back. No, this, 
This is what is bringing the world towards the correction. This person harming that other person. Of course, you never should never make that choice. But if you're looking at the evil, at the bad, at the negative things that are happening in the world, Yehud means there's only one force. Yehud means there isn't, you know, Rav Ashag also speaks about this, and Rav Chal speaks about this. There's people who believe, and now we have to understand in some way we believe. There's a force of good in this world, and there's a force of negativity in this world. There's a force of the light to the Creator, and there's a force that opposes the light to the Creator. And some actions in this world are coming from the force of good, when things are going well, when people are happy, when people are treating others well. And there are some actions that are coming from the force of negativity. That's, that's what's called Shnei Rishuyot. There's two forces in this world. Not true. There's only one force, and not only is there one force, everything happening is directed by that one singular force of the light of the Creator, and therefore everything happening is bringing the world and the individual towards the final correction. Not only that, and now he says an amazing thing. Not only is when you see somebody hurting another person, you have to know that in some way this is bringing towards the final correction, on a deeper level, you have to understand the final correction could not happen unless this was happening. It's not that the Creator will find a way even through this darkness to bring light, but that this is actually the only way possible. The only way possible. You, again, in our current state of consciousness, we don't see how that's possible, but we have to know that that's possible. That's Yehud. Yehud means a singularity of force of this world. That light of the Creator, that is, that is desire, is lehitiv, to do good. And the only purpose is to bring the world towards the Gemara Tikkun, towards the world where pain, suffering, and death is removed. And everything that happens is, for, is a part of that force of Yehud, of singularity, of goodness, bringing towards the end of the correction. Lefi amitat ha'inyan, tzrichim hadvarim li'itgalgel begilgulim elu, Everything that you're seeing, everything that you're seeing is necessary. It's not that, oh, we'll get through this, or it's okay, we'll find some good at the end. This, this is bringing the good, and this is the only way that it can happen. The only way. This is the way the, 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 the path is set up. What's going to happen at the Gemara Tikkun? At the Gemara Tikkun, you're going to be able to look back at all the terrible things you saw and all the terrible things experienced in this world and you're going to see, oh wow, that had to happen and that had to happen and that had to happen. If any one of those things didn't happen, we'd have to wait longer for the end of the correction. Which is again another concept that Rav Ashla explains at length in the Ten Luminous Emanations, but that everything is only one force, everything is leading only to one goal, and everything is singular. There is no force of negativity that you have to you know, endure, or this darkness is happening, and I, hopefully I'll get through it. This is the way, and the only way, to get to the final correction. This is the path, and the only path, to come to the ultimate good, to come to the ultimate end of the correction. So, what the Ramchal is saying, again, and as I said, I, I think if we understand the depth, and the Ramchal lets us know this is a very deep concept, if we understand the depth of this truth, it really changes everything, because again, you see something, you see chaos, you see things that aren't going as you want them to go. What's the thought? Even if you're spiritual, you usually say, okay, 
this is dark or this is chaos and I don't want this to happen, but at the end, goodness will come of this. Or at the end, you know, light will be revealed. But this is a much deeper understanding. This has to happen. This is the only path towards correction, both individual and collective. This chaos and that chaos and this darkness, all that has to happen because that's the path leading us towards the end of the correction. Had any one of those, what we previously might have called chaos or darkness, not be happening, the end of the correction won't come. We can't understand that yet. That's the consciousness of the Gemara Tikkun. Because what's going to happen, the Zagamachal says in the Gemara Tikkun, in the Gemara Tikkun, we're going to look back and not going to say, oh, wow, we endured so much darkness to get to light. We're going to see and we're going to say, wow, there was not one piece of that that could have been missing, and we would have found our way towards the end of the correction. This chaos, even though you can't understand it, this darkness, even though you can't understand it, must be leading towards correction, must be leading towards the end of the correction. It's a beautiful, powerful thought. Now, we'll come to understand that this is actually the singular consciousness, the Yichud, this singularity of, of force to come to understand in this world is actually the only reason we're in this world. That is the, the core of spiritual work. Shoresh kol metziut hara. The only reason why darkness still exists or pain still exists. Kefi shiur ha'elem kachu shiur koach metziuto shel hara depending on the individual's dark, uh, limited seeing, vision, meaning, if you look at this person doing that, or to you, and you experience it as evil or bad, then bad or evil exists more stronger for you. Every single experience that you in your consciousness say bad, makes the force of what you experience as bad stronger. As the blindness to the perfection of the process, as the blindness to the chaos as being bad or evil or negative, that's how powerful that darkness, that evil, that negativity is. When consciousness elevates, when you are at the state where you realize everything is only towards correction, everything is only the light of the Creator, and that even these, again, what other people might see as negative actions are the only way towards correction, there is no negativity anymore. There is no darkness anymore. The way to change our world so that what we perceive as darkness no longer exists, what we could perceive as negative no longer exists, is when an individual... And collectively, we come to a state where we come to this consciousness of yichud, of singularity. Again, the ability to know this negativity, that negativity. It's not that I'm going to overcome it, or that the world will overcome it, but that this is necessary. There is no other way. If you could stop this person from stealing that, again... If you, if you would have been able, in the past, to have stopped this person from stealing from that person, you would have in some way lengthened the process of correction because that too brought the world closer to the Gematikum. This understanding of Yehud means that every force in this world is only doing one thing. Everything is only doing one thing, bringing the individual and bringing the collective toward the Gematikum. 
no negativity you have to overcome, challenge that you have to go through. This, all this, for the individual and for what is happening out in the world is bringing towards the, wor- the world towards the final correction. And this is what it says, The Creator tells the Israelites, You should see that it is only me. There is only me. There is no force of negativity with me. How many of us really think like this? Somebody just came over and slapped you. You say, this is, this is bringing, this just brought me one step closer to the end of the correction. This is the purity of the light of the Creator. There is nothing negative. You see somebody, you look in the world and you see terrible things happening. It's only the light of the Creator. Not only the light of the Creator, bringing us closer to the, towards the end of the correction. And it says in Isaiah, and it's a very powerful verse. Leman tedu v'ta'aminu v'tavinu The purpose of life and the purpose of the spiritual work is so that you know and you will have certainty and you will understand that there is no other force only Yichud the singularity of force that is constantly only bringing the individual and the world towards the end of the correction when, what is, the, what is the consciousness of the end of the correction? When the consciousness of the individual and the collective is elevated to a state where we see only the light of the Creator. And we see only a force that is constantly ever pushing only towards the end of the correction. That's why we're in this world. That's the purpose of creation. The force of the Creator, as we said, that is the reality that always exists. But unfortunately, this consciousness of singularity is not yet revealed as it should be in its complete form. This is Mashiach. This is the end of the correction. When the world comes to see only the force of correction. In everything, especially the negative things. That singularity of force that the world will come to see, that is the Gemara Tikkun. And this is what it means that we testify or give testimony. And this, again, I won't go further because he then goes on to explain the secret of the Shema Yisrael, that it's all about awakening this consciousness of Yichud. So here, the Ramchal revealed to us, as I said, because not only does he tell us that this is a very important spiritual concept, he also makes it clear that the entire purpose of creation is so that we, each of us individually, and the world collectively comes to this consciousness. And when that comes, when a critical mass of people only see Yichud, when a critical mass of people only see the singularity of the light of the Creator in everything, always pushing towards correction, then Mashiach comes. Then darkness is removed, and the veil is removed. Because we understand now that there isn't darkness, there isn't negativity, but the veil of negativity is removed. And that beauty, which again the Ramchal says, what's going to happen? That's what we say in the, in the, in the Psalms. It says, Az yimales chokpinu, we're going to laugh. When Mashiach comes, when the final redemption comes, we're going to laugh. What are we going to laugh at? We're going to laugh and we're going to say, I was upset that that person hurt that other person. I was upset that this, that person hurt me. I was upset that this terrible thing happened to me. But now we see this is the only path 
that brought me to the final correction. But again, that's for the individual and for the world as well. That understanding that everything, everything is mikoach yichudoyit barach, is from the singular force of the light to the creator, always constantly only pushing towards the end of the correction. That's the consciousness that we have to fight for. That's the consciousness we have to work for because that's the consciousness for which we came into this world and that's the consciousness that will bring an end to pain, suffering, and death. The Ramchal explains also in Dat Vunot, another one of his works, that we talk about the sin of Adam, we talk, that force that brought death to the world, and he explains that the entire sin of Adam, what we call the sin of Adam or the fall of Adam, was a fall into the consciousness away from Yichud. And I'll, and I'll read this because I think it's both powerful and to give us an understanding how fundamental this consciousness is to our correction, how fundamental this consciousness is to the correction of this world. So the Ramchal in Dat Vunot, on page 28, says the following. Again, every time I speak about this, you know, the Rav kept reminding us, it's all about consciousness. Now we understand because coming to the consciousness of Yichud, of, of that singular force pushing only towards correction in everything, that is what brings the Gemara Tikkun, that's what brings the end of the correction, because that's where, we, that's where the problem started. So the Ramchal says, Adam Arishon be'emet chacham gadol haya. Adam was, of course, a very elevated soul, a very pure soul, a very deep soul. Ve'hayalo lachkor bechokhmato al zekara'oi. And he was, it was a battle of consciousness, Adam, when he came into this world. Adam knew this concept of Yichud. No matter what your eyes tell you, no matter what your, con- your, your, your logical mind is trying to tell you, Adam had to fight and say, everything is the light of the Creator, everything is pushed by the light of the Creator towards correction. And what you see you see this person harming the other person. Or in the Garden of Eden, the Creator suddenly tells you there's an etz hadat toberad, there's an existence of negative. Adam starts battling. What do you mean? How could there be negative? So the Creator tells him there is positive and negative. The, for, the, the battle of Adam, of consciousness, was to come to the understanding, no, there is nothing, no such thing as negative, no such thing as negative existence, and no such thing as negative action. It is all only leading towards amitata tikkun, the, 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 the truth of correction. And whatever you, th- you think, you see, that opposes that, a no ela sheker medume. It's a lie. It's an illusion. That has to be the consciousness. You see somebody, you see something, something happen to you. And the initial thought is, this is against. Against my correction, against the light of the Creator. This is evil, this is negative. You have to elevate your consciousness and say, no, this is, that is an illusion. This that just happened to me, or this that just happened to another person, must be leading them, and the only way, that's important to understand, the only way to lead them toward tikkun, toward the correction. If Adam would have been, had the strength of consciousness on that Friday, and kept reminding himself, I see the snake, and I see negative things, they don't exist as a force of evil. There is no evil. There is no negativity. But they kept coming. Satan came to him. What does he mean he came to him? He just said, look, I exist. I'm a negative force in this world. So, and Adam falls and he says, oh, okay, so there's the light and then there's this negative force. 
fell in consciousness. And that was the battle. Adam, can you maintain the clarity that there, that there is no Satan, that there is no snake, that there is no negativity, there is no etzadato vera, there is no negativity. It's all just light, it's all just the Creator, and it's all just leading you towards the Gemara Tikkun. Az im hayaomed bemunato, hayanikra shehisig hayichud ha'elyon then it would have been, he would have been elevated to that level of Yehud, the ability to always, because that's the Gemara Tikkun, right? Today we can battle for it. One day we see it, the other day we don't. Adam's job was to come to the state where he elevated his consciousness, where, okay, from this moment on, all I can see is the process of correction. All I can see is the light to the Creator in all things. All I can see is the light to the Creator in all processes. Again, he became aware, that thought that he became aware of the illusion of evil, of negativity. If he would have maintained strong consciousness for that one day, then as Ad Leil Shabbat Kodesh, on that Friday night, In that one day of strong consciousness, of seeing the Yichud, the singularity of force and everything, he would have ended the correction. The Creator would have shown him, Because now you have to fight, you have to elevate your consciousness beyond logic. Logic tells you it's bad that this person just slapped you. Logic tells you it's bad that this person just stole money from that person. Logic tells you that all these things that you see, they're evil, that needs to be eradicated, it needs to be removed. But you fight for Yehud. Fighting for Yehud means you say, no, this is only the light of the Creator. This force is only leading towards correction. You fight for that, and Adam fought for that on that day, and this is the fight that we have now in the time of work. The Creator would have shown him, but you, the consciousness that you went beyond logic, it really is all logical. Now look back. You see? Every single step, every single experience of evil, of negativity, of darkness, all that was what? Ah, you see? Only towards the Yichud, only towards the end of the correction. That's what would have happened then. But of course, we know, Adam fell as we continue to fall. But the understanding that that was the work of Adam. Death came from where? Death only has power on an individual who does not have consciousness of Yichud. Who does not have the consciousness that it is all the light of the Creator. That it is all forcing towards the end of the correction. That's why death came into the world. Because if you believe in death, if you believe in darkness, if you believe in the Satan, if you believe in the Yetzirah, in the negative force, then you're under their control. Again, there's so many amazing secrets here, but as the Ramchal says, the only force that evil has is in the, how much you believe in its power. So when Adam fell, what does it mean he fell? He saw Satan kept, kept coming to him and showing him death and showing him darkness and showing him chaos. Unable to say no, this must only be the light of the Creator. This must only be directing towards the end of the correction. He fell into the consciousness. Ah, there is a Satan. There's a negative force. There's darkness. There's pain. Then death came into this world. And this is the purpose of creation. Going back to where we started. It says, Mi yiten tahor mitameh. The ability to know, and this is the, it's not that darkness come as, comes out of light. It's coming to understanding that there was never darkness. 
many of you, um, I, I gave this the Munas uh, right from the from the uh, yet unprinted teachings of Rav Ashlag. but this teaching is it says that when Rav Ashlag's teacher before he died, before he left this world, Rav Ashlag tells us he told him the secret of mikveshinim dadvin sachasel, a body of purifying water that after one went into it, it was then measured to see that it was missing water, and. Rav Ashlag writes in one of the writings that what his teacher told him, Shelo ikara, that the secret is to come to know that there was never anything missing. Even though the mind says, what's I measured before, let's see, 39, sorry, 40, now it's 39. That's the logical mind. The elevated mind, the mind that be- believes in Yehud says, it was never missing. That's the secret, again, Rav Ashlag, and I won't go into the details of it now, but that's what Yehud is. And that's why the purpose of this world, again, fighting the illusion of negativity. Fighting the illusion that there is negativity that exists. This is the battle. It's the battle that Adam fell to. It's the reason why there's death in this world. It's the reason why we experience darkness in this world. This is the singular consciousness for which we need to battle. And and if you use this, again, this consciousness is a work of consciousness. You start telling yourself. It's that, it's that easy. Uh, smaller things, and greater things is more difficult. But that, I just see this negative action happen. This negative, this chaos just happened. My logical mind doesn't understand. But I know that this is bringing towards the end of the correction. Rather than the consciousness we have now, what is it? Even if we're spiritual, it's terrible, you're right. But we'll find a way. We'll overcome it. We'll, we'll go, get back on track towards the end of the correction. No! This is the only way towards... Because as Imam Khan said, it's not that this also leads to the end of the correction. This is the only way to the end of the correction. It's in, an entire shift of consciousness. Yichud, that, that singularity, understanding the singularity of force. And this is the only path. This is the only path. Fighting for that. That's why the Midrash says, Mi how can you bring light out of darkness, purity out of impurity, Abraham out of Terach? It's when you understand that Abraham could not come if not from Terach. That, that for, and without going into the details of why, but that this is the only way towards correction. Had Abraham been born to an elevated soul, he wouldn't have been Abraham. So then, is it a, is it, is it a light from darkness that Abraham came from Terach? Or is it all light? If that's the only way, then it's all light. There was never darkness. Terach was not negative as, as an objective reality. He was necessary for the process of bringing the great soul of Abraham. That's the secret. That's why it says in Midrash, who can do all this? What's the force behind all this? Yechidoshel olam. The consciousness of singularity. The elevating of our consciousness to the force of singularity that is, be, that is behind every action, that is behind everything that happens in this world then it's not that you bring in light out of darkness, you're in the state of light, you say, oh, I realized there was never darkness. There was never darkness. Which leads to another, and I, I, did, I was hoping to keep this to a half hour, doesn't seem we're going to do that, I'm just going to add one more really unbelievable, powerful, and, and beautiful teaching. It says, as most of us know, there's a story of the hitting of the rock. Moses gathers the Israelites around the rock, they're, they're complaining they don't have anything to drink, and... Um, Moses gathers the Israelites around the, the, the stone, and it says that he, he hits the stone, um, and water comes out. But really, he should have spoken to the stone, and because the Creator says, Yan lo he'eman timbi, 
because you didn't have certainty in the light of the Creator, you won't go into the land of Israel. Moses should have spoken to the stone, not hit the stone. Every year when, I, when we come to this portion, I try to find a, a deeper, new way to view this story. And this, again, I, this is, I, I hope everybody gets as excited about this as I. This is, again, on, on its own, a beautiful, powerful teaching, but it's also such an unbelievably practical one as related to the one we just spoke about. So it says the Creator tells Moses, the Israelites need water, speak to the stone, it will give its water. It says, those of us who know the story, it says in the Midrash, when, when uh, Abraham sent his son Yishmael away with his mother, it says over there, the Creator opened up her eyes, because before she's in the desert, she doesn't see water, she thinks she's going to die of thirst. And she sees the well of water, the wellspring of water. And the Midrash says, again, if we can remember this phrase, the Midrash says, Everybody must know that they are blind until the Creator opens up their eyes. Over there, in that case, her eyes, she didn't see the well. Suddenly the Creator gave her the power of vision, the power of sight, and she saw the, the, the well of water. The understanding is that we are constantly blind, which means we see nothing, we understand nothing, even though our conscious and logical mind is trying to tell us, you're seeing, you're understanding, you know, all lies, you're completely blind, you have no idea what's going on, I, until the Creator opens up your eyes. You have to live your life knowing that 99.9% of the time you're seeing lies, you're seeing illusion, you're seeing wrong, Every once in a while, the Creator is going to open up your eyes. And now the, the, the Svatimet quotes his grandfather, and he says an amazing teaching. Again. Le'olam kol hanitzrach lekol bria muchan, bekol makom. Everything that any person ever needs is there for them. Person thinks, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to make money and feed my family? This person says, what am I going to do? How am I going to find my wife? This person says, how am I going to have all the problems, all the lacks that people think that they have? The the, the solution, the the assistance, it's there. It's right there in front of them. Kol hanitzrach lechol bria muchan bekol makom ubechol et is there in this moment. You you have a lack in your life right now. The the the, the fulfillment of that lack, the solution to that problem exists right now in front of you. But because we live in the illusion of this world, we can't see it. At least start knowing that it's there, just as with, with Ishmael, the, 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 the well was there. But she didn't see it until the Creator opened up her eyes. We too have to understand that whatever lack that we have, whatever problem we have, whatever situation we have, we have to be certain that the fulfillment of that need is right here, right now, but that I am blind to see it. And when you merit for the light of the Creator to open up your eyes, suddenly you see, oh wow, it's so easy. I thought I had to do all these amazing things, these, these difficult things to find the solution. It's right here. I merited for the Creator to open up my eyes. Everybody is blind. Until the light of the Creator gives you the gift of sight. And therefore, he says, what happened here? The Creator wanted the Israelites 
to stand in front of the rock in the middle of the desert and say, we have certainty that there's water here. You're in the desert. You're standing in front of a dry rock. There's no water here. You have a big problem. You're all going to die. right? That's what the logical mind tells us. Moses, what you needed to do, the Creator tells him. Not get them water. I don't want them to have water. Water I can give them for many different ways. I needed them to be in this place with an elevated consciousness to know if I'm thirsty and I need water, the water's right here. I can see it because I live in the world of illusion and I know that I'm blind all the time. Had the Israelites come to that consciousness, the water, Moses didn't even have to speak. Forget about hitting the rock. He wouldn't even have to speak. The water would start flowing. But because they thought, oh my God, we're in the desert, oh my God, we're standing in front of a dry rock, and we're all going to die, then the water didn't come out. Moses had to create another way. So this consciousness of knowing that the light, whatever problem we have, whatever situation we're in, the solution is right here in front of us right now, brings the solution. Moses, the Creator, tells what, what was the problem? The problem was that you, you were not able to elevate the Israelites to this level of consciousness. To the consciousness that the solution to what I, my problem right now is here. This is what Moses was supposed to do. He didn't do it. He brought them water. Great, who cares? Because the problem wasn't that they didn't have water. The problem was that their consciousness was low. That they didn't know that whatever lack that they have, the solution is right in front of them. And therefore it says... They were supposed to, in this place, and this, it's, it's interesting, we see always the balance of challenge and revelation. Why did the Israelites find themselves in the desert with no water? Well, you can say technically because Miriam passed away and the well of Miriam went away. But the point is they were ready for an elevation. They were ready for a higher level of consciousness and the Creator gave them the opportunity. They didn't go to it, as often we don't go to it. What we learn from here is two, again, unbelievably powerful teachings. We have to know that we're blind. Everything, almost, almost everything we're seeing right now is not true. We're blind. If we merit, every once in a while, the Creator will open up our eyes. Ah, we see a little bit of truth there. We see a little bit of truth there. But most of the time, I have to accept that most of what I'm seeing is not true. Number one. Number two, the understanding that everything that I need at any given time, the answer is right there. The solution, the assistance is right there. And if you have that consciousness, you see it and it's revealed to you. If you don't have that consciousness, it's not revealed to you. Moses was meant to take the Israelites and say, let's elevate our consciousness now. You're in the desert, you see a dry stone, that's what your logical mind is telling you. Now elevate from that, and know that there is water in this stone right here. Why? If you need it, it must be here. If you need it, it must be here. Had they elevated to that state, the water would have flown out, no, no, no need for Moses to speak, no need for Moses to hit the rock, it was just there. The solution, the, the, the water that they needed was there. And then they would have entered into the land of Israel. Moses would have entered into the land of Israel. The end of the correction would have happened. This is part of the consciousness of elevation that we're talking about. So, again, as I said, there's two overriding elevations of consciousness that we want to understand on this Shabbat and, and, and beg for the strength to live them. 
One is, as we spoke about Yichud, the clarity that everything is constantly only from the light and pushing towards correction, and there's no other way except this way. And the second, as we said, is the fact that what we need is everything that we need is right here. And the strength of that consciousness reveals it. As I said, I I hope everybody is as excited as I am about these teachings. These are life-transforming teachings if if you fight for them, if you you push push to to live them.